On today's episode of the Commercial Claim Show, I'm going to run through an insurance company estimate. So if you're a policyholder or you're a public adjuster, this is probably a good video for you to just see how I briefly and quickly am able to read through an insurance company estimate and some of the little things that I pick on when going through one. So I hope you enjoy it in three, two, one. What's up, advocates? Welcome back to another episode of the Commercial Claims Show. I'm your host, Vince Perry, owner, CEO of Elite Resolutions and the Commercial Claims Advocate. And today I thought it would be wise for us to go through an estimate, right? I'm going to share screen uh, with an estimate that was put together uh, actually in appraisal. So this is actually an insurance company estimate. However, this is a good one. This actually has a lot of stuff in it because what I really want to do is I, I don't want to pinpoint all the things that are missing in it. I just sort of want to actually pinpoint all of the things that are in the estimate. So that's why I picked one that actually is, is very heavy. It's got some stuff. It's a roof claim also with interior damage and with some, and with a lot of different coverages too. So I thought it would be wise just to basically just explain all the different things, right? Um, I do have a disclaimer. I am not a contractor, nor do I have any experience being a contractor or building things. I'm not afraid to admit it. Never have on this show. Never have uh, not admitted that on this show. I am, however, licensed public adjuster for 15 years, and I've seen more than my fair share of estimates. So if I say something that is not up to your intellectual standards of construction, well, you know what? Leave a comment below and let me know. Uh, and that's fine. Totally okay. I'm all about negative comments. Uh, so I'm going to take you through this estimate. I want to get right to the point so that we can teach you some of the stuff that we've got going on here. So let's do it. I had been looking for an accountant for years and I was unable to find anybody that I liked, that I worked with and was able to do what I needed to be done to my taxes and to my accountant. Jeremy David at Noble Wealth has been a godsend to me, my family and my company. We have saved so much money in taxes I can't even begin to describe and he knows what he doing. You need to call Jeremy at Noble Wealth and get yourself the right accountant because he's the man who's going to help you save on taxes because ultimately you don't want to be making money, especially if you're self-employed and having it all go to the IRS. Call Jeremy, call Noble Wealth, and they will help you tremendously with the entire accounting process and your tax situation from A to Z. Additional living expenses is one of the most difficult parts of an insurance claim. And the reason is, is it's very high pressure. And as a public adjuster or contractor, you're already dealing with the negotiating of the build back process. You don't want to have to deal with ALE as well. Black Diamond Housing Services does all of that. They don't even charge the client. They bill it directly to the insurance company. It's all covered under the ALE coverage. So you need to call Black Diamond if you have a house that has been severely lost, whether it's like severe mold, severe water, fire, anything like that, where they need a place to stay, call Black Diamond Housing Services and they'll be able to take care of your client from beginning to end. Here we go. So usually, uh, first and foremost, that front page, uh, there'll be a logo up here and I've redacted everything. Uh, we've got the insured, the, the, the property of the insured. These are things that you should always review, right? Just because you never, frankly, you never know. Maybe they sent you with the wrong one. Things happen and we want to make sure that we're looking at the right thing, right? So this confirms the property, the claim rep estimator. Here's your claim number policy. When you're signing up, when you're signing up a claim public, adjusters and you're trying to get the policy information, sometimes you can get everything right here uh, just right off the estimate. Uh, we got the date of loss. We've got the date inspected and little things like that. Perfect type of loss, hurricane. All right. 
So here we go. Here's your roof portion of it. O over here on your left-hand side, you've got your sketch. That's your sketch of the roof. Uh, different ways you could measure a roof. You could do it by hand, or you could order different reports. Uh, shout out to uh, people that we use as Roofer, R-O-O-F-R. So shout out to you guys. Uh, we ordered through Roofer, and that's how we normally get a lot of our roofing reports. It gives us a lot of the information that we need. Here's your total surface area. That's the square footage of the roof. And a lot of times you'll hear people say, well, how many squares is it? How many squares is it? Uh, it's usually... Uh, uh, what, what is it? A tenth or a hundred? I don't know. I'm not a mathematician, but it's always like a. So if it's three thousand square feet, it's thirty. It's thirty squares. Uh, I think because every square is a ten by ten. So. Uh, so if it's 3,996 square feet, then it's 39.96 squares. All right. So your ridge is your is at the top is where the, the roof connects, where the where the gables connect. Uh, the Sorry, where the pitches connect. That's your ridge at the top. So that's your total ridge length, total perimeter length of the entire perimeter. These are your ridges right here. If you can see my mouse, I hope. All right. Perimeter is all the way around. All right, and then your hip length right here. So here are some of the things that we're including in there, okay? I think it's important to point out the difference between detach and reset and doesn't have it here. Remove and replace is what I, here. This is R and R, right? R and R normally in your this is a good here. Nor, here's number 21, number 22, 23. We are removing and replacing gutters. We are removing and replacing soffit. We're removing, replacing window screen, removing, replacing storm. But the overhead garage door opener, we are detaching and resetting. Okay. Obviously, I don't think I have to explain, but I will. Remove and replace is we remove that that item and we replace it with a new one. Detach and reset is we remove, we detach or remove that item and then we put it back after the job is completed or during the repair process. Um, so we've got the door opener and then remove and replace overhead door. All right, so detach and reset and remove and replace, okay? Uh, remember there's a difference here. EA stands for each. So that means there is no measurement to a digital satellite system, there's just one, the digital satellite system is, guess what? The satellite that's on top of the roof. But these things add up, guys. Like, these things add up in your estimate. I think it's important to make sure that when you go on a roof, and homeowners too, make sure that all these things are included because when the roofer goes to replace your roof, there that's going to be added in there. And it's only 59 bucks, but, you know, 59 bucks here and, you know, 151 bucks here and you know uh 71 bucks here these things add up guys we want to make sure that we put everything that we have to put in there so one each so that's each so there's not going to be a, a measurement for that this is square feet right so 480 square feet now there's a difference remember we went up here and we said this 3996 square feet as surface area and this is the number of squares this is a this is square feet this is squares Okay, remember, one square is 10 by 10 square feet. So it's 10, 10 by 10. Yeah, 10 feet by 10 feet. So uh, 480 squares would be four, 400, put it this way, 480 square feet would be four squares. Okay, just so you guys know. Anyway, there's a difference between square feet and square. And then here we have each again, and then LF stands for linear feet. Normally, we're going to, normally we're going to measure the... Yeah, see, like starter, uh, normally we're going to measure the just things that are of length, right? So like your, for example, your drip edge, right? Your drip edge is basically going around the perimeter of your home. You don't get square feet of drip edge. You just get the linear feet of it is how you get the, um, you got, and look, I'm going to say, look, drip edge is the perimeter of your home. It says 285, 95, 
linear feet. Well, guess what the perimeter of the roof is? 285, 95 linear feet. So these are the things to make sure that these things are adding up and that they're supposed to be right. Okay. Um, laminated shingles. Here's your shingle replacement, right? So laminated composition shingle. Okay. We have 46 squares. Now you're probably asking, well, there's only 39 squares. Well, that's waste. Okay. You're always going to want to account for waste because you're going to have to throw stuff away. So they need 46 squares to accomplish approximately 40 squares of the roof. Okay. Usually the laminated here, shingle is separated by how much it costs to remove. So here is number three, tear off and dispose the shingles, 39.6, right? That's exact because there's no waste. But when you're replacing the shingle down here, then it's 46 squares. Obviously, this price is going to be more, 16000 compared to what it costs to remove, which is 4000 to remove. All these things are very important, guys. These things add up. Pipe jack, exhaust cap, flashing pipe jack, roof vent, these things are that those are all the things that are on top of a roof, all the vents and the stacks and stuff like that. Those things are on top of a roof. Again, they add up and every roof for the most part is different. Every roof has one or more vents than another roof and more stacks than another roof. Okay. All right. So if this says ordinance or law, obviously we know, hopefully some of you guys know. Ordinance of law is basically to bring it back up to code. So we've got renailing of roof sheathing here under ordinance or law, and we've got a water barrier joint. That means basically new code in order to bring it up to new code. Uh, this is not necessarily here right now, this water barrier joint taping. Uh, basically, it needs to be there, though, when when they replace the roof. And ordinance or law, most of the time, is an incurred expense and will be paid for when the roof is replaced. Okay. Uh, just to give you guys, this is the quantity. Now, this is the unit price. So I want to know, well, how much are they paying per square foot of this swimming pool heater? $7.61. How much are they paying me for this digital satellite system that I paid $300 for? They're only replacing, they're only paying $49.42. These are the little arguments that you can throw at them. Well, hey, I've got a receipt for my digital satellite system. Well, actually, it's just the detached reset. That's the reason why. If it was to remove and replace, it'd be more. I'm sorry, I forgot about that. Um, anyway, this is your unit price, okay? So on the, the shingles per square here, this laminated composite shingles, it's going for $325.53, but you would also add the tear off as well. So that would be your total per square there. And then all these other items are what they cost. A pipe jack is $98.44 and all these things. That's how much the unit price is either per foot or per, per square or just for the each. This is the taxes that are implied. This is overhead and profit. 10% overhead and profit is put into all of these things. Uh, so when they say they don't pay overhead and profit on a roof, they should. This is an insurance company estimate, FYI. So your RC, so this is your OMP. Um, again, for those of you who don't know, you have the replacement cost value and then you have the depreciated value. This is a replacement cost policy. However, depreciation does have to come into account and this depreciate this is the actual cash value so basically the acv is rcv minus depreciation equals your acv and then you get your rcv amount here of 36000 and your acv amount of 34000 and that's just with the overhead ordinance of law can't think of anything else that's pretty much again simplified version from someone here who just has experience as an adjuster and i'm just looking for uh, guys, I'm looking for large ticket items, right? Like that's kind of where I'm looking at. Um, obviously these little things add up. And in my estimate, I want to make sure we have all these little things, but ultimately when I'm negotiating, going back and forth with the carrier, I'm looking for the big ticket items. Like where, where, where are the biggest discrepancies here? Right. 
All right. So we have exterior uh, elevations. We got stucco plaster uh, repair, and then we're going to clean and pressure uh, chemical spray the entire uh, home, and we're going to seal and paint the stucco. So that was that was a good agreement we had there. Uh, also, so we have to have all the elevations in regards to that. So we have front elevation, uh, gutters, and different stuff, right elevation. Let's see, we've got the screen enclosure. Okay, so remove and replace pool screen enclosure is going to be 11000 for this one. Might be a little bit underpriced here because this is in the hurricane area. Um, so with this one, normally what I would have done or what I would do is probably just try to get a proposal to, to beat that because normally with the screen enclosure after a hurricane, the demand is super high. And the supply is obviously low. So those numbers tend to come out very, very uh, much higher than what they would in uh, in um, in um, Xactimate. Okay, we've got that. Left elevation. From temporary repairs. So we have them include, see, we got a roof tarp invoice from a company. Another install, remove shutters from a company. So this is some invoices that we made sure that we had to provide so that we could add in there. So now we get to the interior. Here again is your sketch of the interior. So this is a kitchen and living room. It's something that I also do is I'll square it off. Normally in new houses, the open format, everybody's got like a kitchen and living room is sort of all together. So what I always do as well, and this is what this adjuster did too, is we just square the whole thing off. So we take it as one giant room and we call it kitchen, kitchen slash living room. Total square footage of the walls is over a thousand. Walls and ceiling is this much. And then you've got, normally what I look at is I'll look at these two, square foot of the ceiling I want to know, square foot of the floor I want to know. And I also like to know the linear foot, uh, the perimeter uh, for baseboards and stuff like that. Here's why. Here's our drywall to remove and replace. Uh, this means that we had some ceiling damage in this room. Now, 32 square feet, that means it was just a little bit, right? So I know that by looking at this, this is to replace some of the ceiling drywall. They put 32 square feet. I know that the entire ceiling is 8,400 square feet. So that means what we're writing up is a very, very small amount. Even at 10%, that would be 84. We're writing up about a little less than 5%. It's like a drywall repair almost what we're writing up. So not much there. Uh, but look here when we texture and now just because we're doing a little repair, that means guess what? We need to texture and drywall the entire ceiling. So we're going to texture, uh, the entire, uh, ceiling. We have to texture drywall machine, knockdown, seal, prime and paint square feet, get all that stuff going there. So that's what we have there. Just make sure that the numbers are sort of adding up here and, and you're getting enough money for what needs to be done. Uh, and this just contains, this is just a bunch of stuff, texture, drywall. This is more of the wall here. This is going to be your wall area. Uh, let's see. And then we've got flooring. He separates the flooring. Uh, basically there's no flooring that needs to be replaced. However, in order to paint the walls and paint the ceiling, we're going to have to remove and reset the, the contents. We're going to have to protect the floor and we're just going to run through a final cleaning, right? Not big numbers, but look, 281, 41, 303, they add up, right? So it's good to make sure that those things are in there. Got a garage, some drywall that needs to be replaced, but all the same stuff, right? Make sure you got your walls and ceilings and your measurements that they're accurate and they're sort of matching with what sort of needs to be done in each of these line items. Okay. Laundry room, that's all going to be the same. All interior, guest bathroom. That's why I wanted to show you. I thought it was a good one, but this is where it gets a little funky. So look at this, huh? We've got all the coverages separated. Very, very cool, right? Okay. Nice size claim we had here. 
So your dwelling, as we all know, that's your home, right? That's the walls, the floors, the ceiling, the roof, the all that stuff. That's your structure. That's the dwelling of your home. Other structures is anything that's on the property that's not attached to the dwelling, right? Uh, in this case, I believe the fence was uh, is in other structures. And I think that's it. I'd have to go back and take a look. But I believe it's the fence that is in the other structures on this one. Let me make sure. Fencing, other structures, fencing. So we have a remove and replace vinyl fence. That's always going to be in linear feet, of course. And that's what we have, 8,000. And then we have a sprinkler repair invoice of uh, 1550. So that's going to go in your other structures. Because again, it's on the property, not attached. Contents, I believe in the garage, we had some contents that were damaged, like in a locker room or something. Uh, those were not attached to the house either, right? So funny I say that. Your dwelling is your dwelling. Anything that's not attached outside is your other structures. And basically everything that's not attached inside, so everything that falls out of your house, like I like to say, that's your contents, okay? And I think what we had just, a, we had a, just a couple of things. Uh, lube reconditioned to four lockers. Yeah, the, there was four lockers that were not attached in the garage that we put under contents. Uh, we've got the screen enclosure he's separated. Normally that's going to go under your dwelling. Uh, we have tree de debris removal, uh, limit of 5,000. Uh, roof cover. And then we had some ALE loss of use. This actually happened to be an Airbnb home. So we were able to get some of that as well. just based on loss. Rent is basically what that was. And this is how they all add up. And we ended up totally 124,000 here. Uh, again, this is your RCV. This is going to be your ACV, right? And uh, that's what you get. Now, obviously it's only a, usually if it's under a certain amount, insurance companies, they, 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 they differ as to how much, usually anywhere three, 5,000 or so. If it's under that, they'll release the whole thing sometimes. Sometimes they don't, uh, but just keep that in mind. Obviously the goal, this is a Florida claim. I know I've worked plenty of Texas claims. Those depreciation amounts are pretty brutal, uh, but this one, this one, this is an appraisal. So it worked out a lot better. Um, this is the grand total of the whole house, right? So this is a, Let's see, we've got 2,391 square foot of walls. We've got 1,370 square foot. Of, yep, look at that. So this is the, the entire of the entire house, a uh, number of squares. This is all your total, and this is all your total of coverages. And it gives you separate too. So um, we've got overhead and profit here on the dwelling. Uh, we've got other structures. We got overhead and profit, replacement cost, depreciation, contents. There's not going to be any overhead or profit. We've got the screen enclosure here. So... I think it's a good one to go over. So that's it. That's all I got. Are you tired of waiting forever in a day to get paid on your insurance claim? Are you tired of having to drive to the insured's house so that you can pick up your check and give them a check? What if we could take all of this away from you by using InkPay? InkPay is a godsend to our company. Everything is handled electronically. You take a photo of the check, you upload it directly into their software, and they take care of everything else. And the best part is the money gets directly deposited into your account. And when there's a mortgage company on there, they handle the entire mortgage company process as well. You have to call InkPay. It's been a game changer in my company. Company. I strongly recommend them and I want you to go ahead and find them and use it in your company so you could streamline your payment process after the claim gets paid. Everybody needs an attorney on their side. So whether you're a public adjuster, a contractor, or anyone else in the insurance claims business, make sure that you have an attorney that you could rely on, that you can go to for questions whenever you need it. That guy for me for the last 12 years has been David Farber. David Farber is the owner of the Farber Law Firm and he has been there for me from the beginning of my career until now. And I would love for him to be able to help you as well. So make sure you call him at this number here and visit his website so you can learn more about the amazing David Farber of the Farber Law Firm.
don't want to bore you too much. I hope that was good. Um, definitely going to be good for a homeowner to watch that video. I think it's going to be good for a new public adjuster. Take a look at it, but that's just sort of the things that you want to look out for, especially if you have your own estimating department, right? Or if you hired somebody to do an estimate for you and you want to review the estimate, just make sure those little things are, are adding up. Make sure that when you put, you know, 10 or 20 or 30% drywall, that that square footage matches up with the square footage of the, of the actual drywall in the house. Uh, make sure that the squares are correct making sure that you've got the full roof replacement as opposed to maybe a partial repair. Just, just little things that you have to look out for. Make sure you understand the difference between the linear feet, the square feet, the square, each, all that stuff. Make sure that all your stacks and drains and and and, and vents are actually included uh, on your roof that you wanted in there. Uh, make sure that all the, the large ticket items, right? Those, that flooring, the roof, the cabinets, make sure that stuff is included. Make sure if you're including drywall, that paint, that texture, the two coats of paint, the full-blown texture, all that stuff has to be included. Make sure you're moving, you're removing and resetting contents in every single room. Um, just some stuff to look out for to make sure that when you are trying to sort of compare one and the other, and it starts with yours, making sure you got everything you need, that you are aware of exactly what you're looking for. And that's pretty much it. Pretty good. I actually enjoyed that one. That was pretty good. Sometimes I surprise myself, you know, but hey, all right, guys, that's what we got. My name is Vince Perry. I'm the Commercial Claims Advocate. You can go to commercialclaimsadvocate.com for more educational stuff. And if you go on EliteResolution.com and you're interested in joining our team, we are in major scale mode and we are going to, we are, we are growing uh, little by little, day by day. If you want to become part of this family, family style organization, family, friendship, we have a really, really great time in doing what we're doing. And uh, I think you would probably enjoy uh, joining us along this journey. So thank you again, guys. Make sure you subscribe below and we'll be back next week for another episode. Thank you very much.